Welcome back to A Living Nightmare Podcast, brought to you by (laughs) me, Amber, and Megan, Megan, and our cats who are literally wrestling outside the door (laughs) right now. I I apologize ahead of time, because you will probably be able to hear them. Which, by the way, in news, because it's been a while since we recorded, um, Amber has a cat now. Yeah, I got a little kitty. We're recording on Halloween night, and I got a black kitty, and she's adorable, and her name is Kiki, and she's a menace to society. (laughs) (laughs) She's terrible. She's, I think she's, like, hitting one of, like, the little noise things out there. Do you hear it? Yes. (laughs) Well, sorry, you guys can't hear it, but I don't know what she's doing out there. She's probably practicing witchcraft as she should on (laughs) Halloween night. Yeah. We go out there and she's like lighting candles. <laughs> she's got a pentagram this on the, small, the ground. This tiny little kitten. <laughs> she's like, Meow. It's kind of like that one game on the Switch, the like Cult of the Lamb game. Have you seen that? No. You haven't seen that? No. Well, like not to like plug it or whatever, but I haven't played it yet, but I want to. But it's like a cute like little game where like you play as like a lamb and then you have to like, you start a cult and then you what? like build up like your cult and like every, you like you build up your cult by like getting followers and like what? they're all like cute little like animals like you start as like a lamb and you can get like cat followers and little dogs <laughs> and like sheep and it's really cute and then it's just like a really it's a really funny game but all right yeah i'd play it i'd check it out it's out is yeah. it like cute or is it scary both okay i'm down <laughs> <laughs> sounds good okay so since last time since i've been promoting and have been trying to get people to send in their stories. We have gotten two. And I'm going to have Megan jump in and read the first one. So this is from a listener. Um, Their pronouns are she, her. And let's just go right into it. So she says, I have a few stories, but one of my most recent experiences happened with an ex of mine. We were on our way home from the state fair and had decided to go see the sunset at the quarry. Isn't there a horror game that's like called like the quarry and it's by the same people that made until dawn Ooh. and it's a horror game. Maybe there I is. Don't know. It's on the Xbox. Really? Yeah. Okay. We're going to play it. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> um, the sun was just starting to set when we parked at the bottom of the hill, right? Uh, right where the road ended started a gravel road surrounding by nothing but the forest. We started walking up the hill to go to a clearing, and once we had gotten about halfway up, I saw this huge ghost or energy orb, something, and it was telling me to turn around and go home. When we had walked to the point where I saw the ghost slash entity, I felt a wave shake through me and I immediately vomited. That's when I told my boyfriend of what I had saw, and thank God he took me seriously. But we had continued to go up the hill when we had reached this yellow gate. Again, the ghost told me to turn around, but this time it told me why. I heard, turn around right now and leave. There's someone waiting in the forest wanting to kill somebody. What? (laughs) Holy (laughs) shit. Christ. (laughs) 
I told my boyfriend that I had gotten that download. If you aren't into spiritual work, a download is basically just like an immediate source of information that you receive. But he was telling me I was crazy. And the second he verbally dismissed what I was saying, a swarm of crows had appeared Whoa. out of nowhere and the start and started circling right above us and cawing extremely loud. Then he started to take me seriously. So we walked back down the hill towards the car. By the time we had got halfway down the hill, he saw someone walk out of the middle of the woods, definitely started panicking, but there were other cars parked on the hill, so we sat in the car waiting to see which one he got into. But the stranger not got, never got into any car, and he walked past every vehicle, and by that time, we freaked out and drove off before he got too close for comfort. No way. <laughs> so, I am kind of, like, into that, like, spiritual stuff. Um if we're going to talk about that a little bit, um, just as like a preface, I'm not going to go too deep into it because that's not what this podcast is yeah. supposed to be. But I genuinely believe in those kinds of things because it's hard for me to discern what I've had as like spiritual experiences versus paranormal experiences mm. because I get that kind of thing all the time mm -hmm. where it's like you just feel it and you know that there's something that's telling you, but you can't yeah. decipher exactly what it is because I'm not that deep into it yet. Yeah. But it's so scary because I can only imagine the fear that she felt, mm. especially after being like getting that message that someone was like there and waiting to kill you and then them getting in the car and somebody just walking out of the forest. Yeah. Like, no, you're done. Bye. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. I am sorry. If you are listening to this, and I hope you are, I'm sorry you experienced that because that sounds terrifying. Mm -hmm. And thank you for sharing because that gave me the spooks <laughs> on Halloween night. <laughs> Agreed. I like that story. So I liked it too. Thank you for sharing. And I'm pretty sure I talked to this person a little bit. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they said they had other stories. So... Once again, I'm not going to say your name, but you should send in more stories, please. You're a good writer and you explained it very well and it was very immersive and yeah. Let's jump into the second one. I know this person personally, so I <laughs> wanted... <laughs> Why do... <laughs> no, you, know this, you know this person personally. <laughs> Stop. All right. <laughs> Bullying. Okay. To preface this, I would like this to all be anonymous and is far as pronouns i'm good with both she her and they them also hi i love that you guys are doing this and i enjoy li enjoy listening you can ask me any questions if you have any also so sorry amber this was literally happening behind your house all along and then the road i lived on no no <laughs> please no <laughs> i have not read this ahead of time i have not read any of these ahead of time and, ooh, I, and I don't even have ooh. the login information for this email, so you guys can, like, reassure. I don't know anything about this. I'm literally just kind of here along for the ride. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so scared. I got a tingle <laughs> down my back. I am, ooh, I got shivers. <laughs> All right, I'm so excited. All right, here we go. This happened years and years ago while I was still living on the farm in the middle of nowhere in my teens. Between school activities and work, I was consistently getting home well after dark on a daily basis. That type of schedule was normal for me. Nothing was ever strange about it either. Until one night, very clearly off in the distance to the right of the car, there was a light barely over the tree line. 
I first noticed it while at a stop sign and stared at it for a while since no one was on the road and I wasn't in a rush. The whole time it was stationary. I brushed it off and started driving again. Out of my peripheral vision, I immediately noticed the light is moving at a pace with me at a distance still barely above the tree line in the night sky. The more I drove, the more obvious it became that it was moving with me. Sometimes it was completely parallel to me, sometimes slightly forwards, but it was always there. When I got home, though, I could no longer see it suddenly, and after a quick shudder, I promptly forgot. Until the next day when it happened again and kept happening most nights for about two weeks in the freezing cold winter night sky, then I couldn't forget. Oh my god. (laughs) I worked with my sister at the time and she also would drive home in the dark often. A few days in the nightly lights, she randomly brought it up to me. At this point, I hadn't mentioned it to anyone. After swapping stories, we realized both of us were experiencing this massive light just above the tree line. We started to intentionally go out driving to see if we could experience it together, and we did. On some of the nights, we could see it and try brainstorming together what it could have been. Shortly after validating one another we weren't going crazy, I passively mentioned it to one of my friends. This led to all three of us getting in the car and driving out to my place. The confidence I got from having my friend and my sister was enough to try and get closer. Though neither of them were particularly happy with my choice, I turned right (laughs) at the intersection toward the light. Oh, I'm excited. This is scary. Again, it seemed to stay the same distance just over the tree, even though just moments before it seemed to be over the trees we were now past. After a couple more times and attempts to get closer, we were at a literal dead stop and opened up into a wide open field with a clear view of the whole night sky. The light directly ahead of us, still off in the distance, more obviously than ever though, not mounted to something, just staying stationary in the sky. At this point, there was enough snow that driving into the field with a shitty old car wasn't an (laughs) option, and my friend and sister weren't beyond, (laughs) were beyond done with the adventure, especially as we faced the light over the field as if in a standoff. I turned around and drove off, leaving the light behind us. A while after, the light stopped appearing. I told our mom, but mostly out of curiosity, if she would drive in the cold winter nights if she ever saw it too. She didn't specifically remember the light, but she did recollect her times sitting out on the porch with our dad while we were very young and watching the moving lights in the sky, saying very literally that they would watch the UFOs fly around the night sky with no obvious path wandering around among the stars. Her mentioning this also prompts me to remember the many nights I had as a child watching the lights in the sky from the window beside my bed feeling uneasy. All these lights we watched in the night sky to the west of our house. I've always irrationally feared aliens growing up because of that and until my mom connected the dots for me I hadn't even the slightest thought of the light being a UFO. I thought it did move differently and seemed brighter than the lights from my memory. Either way, unsettling. Oh. oh, oh, oh. And this was by your house? Yeah, apparently. Home. <laughs> oh, See, I... but I relate to that because so you know how like the history channel would only ever play like one history thing a day and then the rest of it would be like the aliens built the pyramids <laughs> yes ancient and, aliens yeah. <laughs> yes so they would play like documentaries of like people that were like i got abducted 
Yeah. I got abducted. And they would spin the most, like, harrowing, like, terrifying tale that, like, I'd look back at now as a 21-year-old person with, like, common sense. And I'm like, obviously, that show was, like, fake. Mm -hmm. But as a child, listening to that show and, like, watching it because it's what my parents always had on, I was terrified of getting abducted by aliens um, for yeah. literally, like, no reason. Because I had, like, only ever seen, like, a couple of moving lights in the sky. And it was always just, like, satellites. Yeah. And, like, every now and then I did see one that was, like, suspicious. But I get that. I get the fear because even after that, I would have been like, nope. I'm done. Hmm. I'm done. Literally, that's, like, you having the irrational fear of being abducted by aliens was, like, me when I was younger, when I genuinely was terrified that there was going to be a zombie apocalypse after watching Zombieland. <laughs> Zombieland? Yeah! That one's not even that serious. Um, my nine-year-old self could disagree. That's true. Literally. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> This is all soaking in. I already know later I'm going to come back and reread this again because I want to imagine exactly, exactly where it is. I can kind of imagine as you're saying, I can kind of figure out where you're talking about. Something that I wanted to say is the stark contrast between Amber and I and how funny it is. I think that we're doing this podcast together because I am, like, if you can't tell just by how I talk in general, I'm a much, I'm a very much, like, extroverted person. I like talking to people. I like being out in crowds. I like, I like interacting with people. Whereas, like, Amber, like, is very introverted. Doesn't, like, I'll I'll let you explain it because that's you, not me. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm definitely, I feel like, here's the thing, I'm very introverted, but when I get with people that I feel very close with, like you, like close friends mm-hmm. or very close family, then I open up a lot more mm-hmm. to the point where I could be extroverted. Yeah. But otherwise, if I'm around new people, yeah, literally in high school, people would not even know that I was in the room and they'd be surprised <laughs> when they'd be like, you're in my group for this project. And I'd be oh like, oh my God, I didn't even know we existed. No, no. I get it. Um, but something that's funny is because of that, you think I, you would think that like, oh, yeah, like the more introverted person would be a little bit more scared of things or that the extroverted person would be like a little bit more like wanting to see scary. I get terrified of things so easy. As a child, I sobbed and cried constantly. I cried so often that, like, I didn't have friends in elementary school because I cried very easily. They would have, like, just been like, haha, like, like, quick little tease that friends do. And I would have started bawling. And I would have been, like, they would have been like, haha, you look silly today. And I would have been like, oh, I can't. I hate being scared. I hate it so bad. I hate haunted houses. I hate haunted trails. <laughs> Playing haunt like, like playing scary video games is just not for me i if i if i if i want to like play a scary video game i wait for one of the youtubers that i like to play it so i can watch it with them because i can easily control like shutting it off and hearing somebody else in the background that's not scary just fixes it for me (laughs) megan's the definition of let's play a scary game and then hands me the controller yes yeah exactly I'll I'll still be just as scared. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. 
just as an example because like and what's funny is that while i get terrified of things so easily amber you could put like anywhere like let's give an example there's this like Mm -hmm. little haunted trail that like in my in our hometown (laughs) that these like that these people make so it's just like a little trail that they have through their woods that they usually like have for like four-wheeling or whatever that they turn into like a little haunted trail like they set up like big like wooden pallets and then like make rooms that you have to walk through and like we'll set up like people in the forest too we'll set up scenes like a classic haunted house but as like in, in a forest trail and because we come from a small town i mean you knew most of these people and i was feeling brave because I had helped them out one year with it, like, by being one of the people, like, one of the ticket people. And I was like, oh, like, Amber, let's go do this. Like, I'm feeling brave. We can do this. Yeah. And so we get there and we're, like, walking through the forest. And I'm getting a little spooked because it's nighttime and it's the forest. And who doesn't get a little spooked when it's dark and you're in a forest? And so I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, I'm fine. We'll do it. And then we, like, <laughs> pay, like, the $10 to get in. And then um, the guy brings us into, like, the little room that's, like, made out of pallets to, like, start giving us, like, the rules, like, the lowdown that was, like, don't touch the actors, like, stay on the trail, don't take things. And I'm shaking already at that point. And I'm, like, Amber, we can be done. I'll, li- like, I don't care if they don't give us our money back. I will pay you the $10. <gasps> I want to be done. Please, can we go home? And Amber was, like, No. <laughs> I I remember I kind of <laughs> felt bad because I was like, no, we came this far and we're going to do it. And I wasn't that scared, like, at all, really. And you were, cl- I remember you clinging onto my arm. I literally grabbed, yeah, for I, dear life. <laughs> I grabbed Amber's arm and I think, didn't you say that your arm, like, went numb after a while? <laughs> I was holding onto Amber literally so hard and everything scared the shit out of me. Like, at one point... <laughs> we were walking through like this room that had like the little like tubes from the ceiling do you remember that yeah. and i was like i was like don't come out don't jump at me please don't jump at me and then they would jump at me and i would like i legitimately almost started crying <laughs> and the funniest part that got me was the fact that we were like outside on the trail when there was clearly nobody around yet mm-hmm. like that you had to walk to the next area and there was that shitty little spider thing that you had to step on, like, the sensor for it to jump. Yeah. And you were like, oh, spider. And I was like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, like, almost started crying. And I was like, why did it do it? By the time we left, I was, like, shaking. And I was like, that wasn't that bad. <laughs> we're like, yeah. It was mid. It was whatever. It was whatever. Meanwhile, Amber the entire time was laughing. I was. I, I, Okay. Here's the thing. I don't get scared that easily, which is funny because as a kid, I was scared of everything. I had so much anxiety. But now that I'm older, very little things scary, like scare me at all. And even going through this, I wasn't really scared of anything. I was just really, I was really into like all these sets that they have. I was like, wow, this is kind of impressive. They have all these different settings mm-hmm. and it was kind of fun to see what they have. And anytime they jumped at me, I would like laugh because I knew it was going to happen. It just wasn't that scary to me. <laughs> It just made me laugh. I don't know how to explain it, but like, <laughs> Megan's like screaming and nearly crying as I'm like laughing and I kind of felt bad, but it was funny. <laughs> was the only thing keeping me sane because if you were scared too, I would have been like, I'm done. I'm done. <gasps> I'm leaving the woods. <laughs> I 
not to throw you under the bus, but I literally remember basically dragging you. Yeah. I had to pull you. Yeah, because I wanted to go so bad. And you were like, no, let's go. And I was like, <gasps> no. We would get done with one set and they would literally be done scaring us. And you'd be like, no, no. <laughs> be like, we haven't even, we need to walk like 30 yards to get to the next area. <laughs> Nothing's going to happen. I just scared this. Like, I just hated it because, oh. I don't mind scary games or scary movies because I can control when I turn it off. Valid. I can't. That's valid. I can't go through a haunted house and be like, "No, pause. I want to stop." <laughs> they can't just be like, "I'm done." <laughs> they can't just yeah. They can't just pause the attraction for me to leave. They have to keep going, which is valid because that's how a fucking haunted house works. Yeah. <laughs> but meanwhile, I'm. Like, if you watch a scary movie or if you, like, play a, like, scary game. If I get overwhelmed and I'm like, I, I need to not play this right now, I can easily shut it off and just be done. <laughs> I'm in my little own happy world again and I'm in my comfy clothes at my house. But I can't just walk out of an attraction. I can just be like, no, you scared me too much. Now I want to go home. <laughs> They'll just take advantage of that. Because I'm exactly. pretty sure that you even said when we were on the trail, you were like, Megan, stop. You're making them like go after you more because you're showing that you're scared. And I was yeah. like, I can't help it. <laughs> you're their prey. No, literally. They probably heard me be like, I'm scared. And then they were like, we got an easy one, boys. <laughs> we <couldn't>. Get her. <laughs> Megan, I'm going to throw you under the bus one more time. Go ahead. Because I think it's funny. It's okay. The other night, me and Megan watched The Blair Witch Project. (laughs) I haven't seen it since I was a kid. So I was like, hey, Halloween spooky. Let's watch it. I had never watched The Blair Witch Project to be, um, to preface. (laughs) When I tell you, Megan was terrified. I hate I hate so bad. I hate found footage, like terrifying things. If any of you guys know, okay, I watched, because I watched YouTubers play video games, you guys know, a lot of people know who Markiplier is. They know that he's very famous because of his playthroughs of Five Nights at Freddy's. So there's a spinoff of Five Nights at Freddy's called, um, Five, or I think it's, I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it, it's like... If you go on YouTube, there's like a like a videotapes thing that's based off of Five Nights at Freddy's that kind of helps tie the lore together in the game. Wait, I think I, you had me watch it. Yes, I had you watch it okay. because it was genuinely terrifying to me. <laughs> but it was like all based on like found footage. And it gave me such like the nastiest like ick where I was just like, I can't shake the feeling that there's something here with me. And it's mm. upsetting because it was like... Oh, like child animatronics that are haunted by these children that were brutally murdered by their like family members that they were supposed to be able to trust. Mm. And so found footage things just naturally makes me scary. It just actually makes me scared. And that's the entire Blair Witch Project Mm -hmm. is literally just like the one scene of her like. (laughs) With like the. Yeah. Yeah. Got me. Okay. But here's the funny (laughs) part. Here's. This made me laugh so hard. Halfway through, I had to pee. All right, I had to use the restroom. <laughs> so I paused it and I was like, all right. And Megan was <laughs> Megan was like, can we turn on the light? Can we turn on the lights, please? Can we please? I was like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> First of all, this movie's dark. Well, mainly dark. And I, I want the ambience. I want the 
I want that feeling. I want that spooky feeling. It ruins it if you turn on the lights. And Megan's like, (laughs) can I light a candle? Can I just light a candle? It's like, all right. All right, you can light a candle. That's valid. That's okay. I leave and go to the bathroom. (laughs) I come back. (laughs) Megan has lit every single candle (laughs) in the entire, basically, apartment. In our entire area where we were sitting, she was lighting every candle and it lit up the entire room and it made me laugh so hard. I will not be bullied. (laughs) (laughs) You're the one that when we watched X, you were like, ew, old lady. Ew, old lady. Yeah, because that's genuinely scary. Yeah. An old lady? Yeah. What's wrong? Now people are going to think I have a fear of old people, and I don't. (laughs) I don't. If you watched X, you understand. Oh, imagine an old naked lady crawling in your bed. That's disgusting. Yeah. That's terrifying. And she touches you? (laughs) (laughs) No that cut the cameras (laughs) you can put me in the you can literally have me play the scariest game you can have a jump scare movie you can have the most creepiest thing on earth to you and i'll watch it and it won't phase me that much all right i'll i'll get what i do from it but i don't get that much that though the movie x Mm. watching that in that scene Mm. mm, okay first of all 10 out of 10, love that movie. Definitely yes, watch it. Yes, very good recommend. movie. Ge- if you like scary movies, it's genuinely a very good scary movie. Which, also to plug it, that movie is by the studio A24 that I had not <laughs> known about until Amber told me about You're it. Welcome. And I have never seen a movie from A24 that I haven't liked so Literally. far. So, And even the ones that are, like, not the best, they're not even, like, bad. It's exactly. Like, all the others are so good that it's hard. It's hard to find one that you're, like, Oh, this one's not interesting. Exactly. This one's not good. Exactly. I just love that production studio. Yeah. Every film. They just... Mm, As so like a good. preface, they one of the more popular movies that they did was Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Mm-hmm. And that movie was so good. Mm-hmm. So Which, good. Yeah. Oh, I can't get that. Do you have a scary story for us? Yes. Oh, we just completely... That's okay. We, we were, were talking about scary things, so yeah, it, it counts. True. We were talking about scary things. I'm sorry if... People were not satisfied with that. Anyways. Oh, they're fine. I'll jump back in. I'll tell a spooky story. And you know what? I'm following up from this person talking about UFOs. I'm going to tell my experience <laughs> seeing a UFO. And I'll try my best to explain it. And I already know I'm barely going to be able to because it was the most unnatural thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> okay. It was set, I think, it was set in the summer uh, up north of wisconsin up north up north <laughs> up north wisconsin i was with my partner at the time my girlfriend um and she had she had some friends over and stuff and we were all hanging out and it it got later at night and we me my girlfriend and a friend uh decided we wanted to go out and look at the moon and the stars because it was a very beautiful clear night and the moon looked literally unreal it was the most stunning thing I've ever seen, honestly. It was, like, literally blood red orange. So beautiful. Anyways. So, after a while, we're, like, we're sitting there, and we lay down on uh, her dock, and we're just looking up at the stars and talking and stuff. 
And obviously you see like satellites moving and whatever and you're looking at the different I don't know what they're called shapes constellations constellations. Mm-hmm. And then at one point we're we're sitting there and I'm looking and I'm watching this light move in the sky and it looked like a satellite. It was far off in that distance. I was mm-hmm. like it's a satellite. And it was moving, but then it started to change directions like it would do like a 90 degree angle turn it wasn't going and satellites in a straight line. usually just go straight across don't yes. they S- satellites go in one direction hmm. um and so i was like mm, that's weird and i just kept paying attention and i think i'm i can't remember exactly but i'm pretty sure either i did or someone else we all noticed it we pointed it out like we were all visibly looking at it and so at one point i watched it like move around a few times a few minutes passed and we're watching it mm-hmm. and then it goes to like a standstill and this is going to be hard to explain just imagine uh it looked like a star but it wasn't it shot out lightning oh <laughs> sorry if you could hear my cat just meow it <laughs> shot out lightning out one end. It did like the lightning did a 360 around it and came back connected and it disappeared. The yeah. light, like the entire thing just disappeared? Yes. I will never forget that. At first I was like, yeah, this is weird. And then it shot out lightning and I watched the lightning. It it was insane i don't even know how to explain it It was very it wasn't even like you could see it close up lightning you could tell it was a very distant like it looked exactly like lightning just shot out of it went in a circle completely around it and then came back touched it boom gone oh yeah and i remember we sat in silence and then we were all like so y'all saw that yeah literally (laughs) we were like so uh what do you uh what do you guys think uh that was (laughs) (laughs) you think we're gonna get probed tonight (laughs) i'm pretty sure my girlfriend at the time was like oh no yeah like i'm pretty sure ufos are really common in this area and i was like okay well considering that up north has such a weird history in general literally with like paranormal and alien and mobster experiences (laughs) yeah not to like add like the like oh like paranormal alien and the mob <laughs> <laughs> but like it's true though yeah weird. weird i did go on that one lake and see al capone's house or one of his hideouts true mm-hmm. so yeah up north is such a weird place because i've had a couple of experiences like that too nothing too crazy just like stuff where i look up at the sky and i'm like oh it's a satellite and then it moves a little funky. And I'm like, that's not a satellite. <laughs> that's like something. Funky. Yeah. <laughs> I genuinely, though, I genuinely believe that aliens are real. Easily there's no way. That there's no way. There's no way that we're alone in the universe. I agree. And it, there has to be. There has to be something. Some living mm-hmm. being force calling. I don't know. It doesn't matter. We are the universe is way too big for us to be the only place, the only planet Mm -hmm. out of all the other galaxies and everything. There has to be other living organisms, yeah. All right, 
You ready to wrap her up? Yeah, let's right. wrap her up. All right. We got to make din-din. Yeah, we got to make din-din. <laughs> we haven't made din-din yet. If you made it this far, thank you so much for listening. You did not have to, and you voluntarily did. So thank you. Thank you so, so much to the people that sent in stories. And if you have more, please send in. Please send them in. It is greatly appreciated. And if you are just someone that's listening and you might have a story, well, you're in luck because you can send in your story to a living nightmare podcast at gmail.com. Please, please, please send in your stories. I love to read them. This entire podcast is literally based off reading other people's scary stories, other true spooky events that they have experienced. To just basically, yeah, basically get mm-hmm. scared because I like to get scared. Um, I love hearing that stuff and you you were one of those people too. Um, I don't know. Just keep listening to us. It's yeah. greatly appreciated. Thank you for supporting us and uh, listening and being there. And uh, if, if you do write in, uh, let us know what your pronouns are and also if you would like to be anonymous or not. You can send in literally anything. It can be paranormal, true crime, weird myth, legend, whatever. It could be anything. It could be a family weird story that you guys have had. Maybe you experienced something. Whatever it is. I love to hear it. And if you're willing to share, I'm here to listen. Mm -hmm. And so is Megan. Yes. It can be insane. It can be simple. It can be a paragraph. It can be a sentence. It could be 30 pages. I'll read it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Literally, I will. We just want to hear it. Exactly. We only have so many to tell ourselves. Exactly. I only have a few more that I can think of off my head. And uh, I have like none. (laughs) (laughs) So please do send in your stories. It's greatly, greatly appreciated. And thank you again so much for listening. If you made it this far, nothing but love for you yes sending out the best and most loving vibes we'll give you a little kiss well (laughs) (laughs) we did it at the same time wow we're synced anyways okay (laughs) we'll see you in the next episode you know it bye goodbye